hear is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, delighted to have you guys back with me on the Dharmic Evolution. I'm going to do something different today. Uh, This is going to be exciting. I haven't really... um, gone back in the catalog and listened in a while and there's so many great musical artists who have been on this show that i've decided to start featuring um we're going to call this the dharmic evolution spotlight series number one and uh before we get into it though uh if you're digging the show and i know you are please go over to the dharmic evolution.com website and subscribe to the channel that you like. Um, Somebody just wrote me and said they love Overcast, and I like that one also because of uh, the features. If you ever click on it, you'll see why. It's pretty cool. And um, also, again, my fellow uh, Indian friends um, on this platform, on the platform Ghana, that we are now featured on, I'm so delighted and excited. Hey, put that to a song delighted and excited i think i just came up with the song title um for my friends in india that um i'm happy for the show and that the response has been so um really great as far as you folks in india that are supporting the dharmic evolution really love you guys and thanks so much for doing so it's the it's kind of like the spotify of um what the u.s is to spotify and and pandora and apple Podcasts. that's what ghana is to india they're actually, I think that's a number one platform in India, and they're number five in the world. So uh, very, very big platform and happy to be uh, represented over there. So you can go to dharmicevolution.com, sign up for your favorite platform, and also you artists out there, um, if you would like to be featured on the Dharmic Evolution podcast, international TV show, um, you can write to us through the website. Okay, you can send me a note. You can send uh, a note to admin at dharmicevolution.com. And just, um, you can, uh, or you can go direct to the guest tab on the platform and sign up. And we will look at your um, your assets, your music. And by the way, you don't have to be a superstar. You have to have your act together. And you have to have really good music and be serious. Um if that's the case, we will definitely look at what you're doing and uh, give you a shot here because um, that's what we love. And today's show is going to be really different because for our first Dharmic Evolution Spotlight Series, number one, we're going to feature George Hillman, Cynthia Brando, Azalea, and Emily Zuzik. So I'm going to play four different songs from these artists and um, tell you a little bit about them and why they're on, on the Dharmic Evolution and why their music is so good. And you will hear that. So I'm delighted to uh, present these artists. These are the most current, and we're going to start going in rewind as this series develops and go back as far as five years of incredible songs and incredible commitments from artists all around the world on the Dharmic Evolution. Hope you guys dig this one.
All right, so first out of the gate, we're going to feature George Hillman. Now, George was a recent guest, and he's a pastor, and he's an incredible songwriter, a musician, engineer, and uh, he just does it all. He's multi-instrument talented, um, great songs, uh, great approach to music, and a really hell of a nice guy. So we had a very spirited, wonderful conversation about a whole bunch of different topics, um, he's DE279, but, um, there's something going on with the, uh, number system. But if you go over to the, uh, Dharmic Evolution website, the podcast page and just type in, you know, GEO and George will come right up. It's a really cool player that we have on there. It was designed by Pat Flynn and, um, you know, Pat Flynn, uh, I think they call it fuse box now. Anyway, um, I suggest you go over and visit George Hillman. All these shows are on the dharmicevolution.com website. You can go through 280 shows. So I'm excited to feature this song, In God We Trust, which is such a great title and such a great song. So let's pick it up right from uh, George's interview that we were just talking about the song, and I'm just about to play it. So enjoy this one, In God We Trust. You know, I'm, I'm constantly uh, asking his forgiveness for my humanness. Yeah, hey, this is a good time to play In God We Trust. Here we go. See you. 
Cool J, cool in the gang. You got the <laughs> funk master working it, baby. Ooh, I love that, man. Just from the first first two bars, it was just, you know, your feet feet are going, you know. That was awesome. Really enjoyed that. There you have it, George Hillman in God We Trust. And George is an exceptionally good man. Uh, you could probably uh, gather that by his energy, his uh, good sense of humor, and um you know, his thoughtfulness, really great guy. Uh, next is Cynthia Brando. Now, Cynthia, she's really awesome. She's in California. We met a couple years ago, like, I don't know, three years ago, something like that. And uh, she's been on my show twice. And um, she continues to amaze me in her um, her approach to music, her commitment to music, and her commitment to her brothers and sisters in music and outside of music as well. She does a lot of different things. Uh, committed singer-songwriter. She reminds me of um, Joan Baez. Um, she's got a unique voice. And, um, you know, Stevie Nicks, uh, kind of from that camp of um, stylized singing. And just a very rigid and beautiful commitment to her music. And I was very excited to have her on for the second time. So we chatted about a bunch of things. Um, her, let's see, her episode number is 273 is her most recent one. So she was on about two or three months ago. And uh, always a pleasure to see Cynthia, hear her, hear her music. So let's pick it up. I think we were talking about she just started a new podcast. 
Um, so let's cut right into the conversation here. Cynthia Brando and the song is Changing Skies of My Life. Yeah, yeah, it's so. it's great. And I'm, you know, the same way you are. Is I like to keep it light and... I don't really do pre-scripted questions. A lot of people have asked me for that. And I, I say, you know, I don't really know until we're in the conversation. And, you know, I'll have a few right. things, but I don't like, you know, throw somebody something that they're not ready for, or, you know, um, put them on the spot, if you will. Yeah, try not exactly. To yeah. I, I do. I do that disclaimer <laughs> when I do yeah. the live stream. Like, don't worry. <laughs> It's going to be totally on the up and up. <laughs> what do you say we give all of your fans, our fans, our collective fans, a little slice of what Cynthia Brando is all about? This is called The Changing Skies of My Life. When you told me about your lies I was standing outside Just thinking about my life Changing skies of my life The changing skies of my life Those long drives with you by my side When our hearts reach far and wide The road led to somebody else in the end
skies of my life. Yeah, the changing skies of my life. What a nice vibe that is. Really, really great. Um, of my 2018 album. I love it. Is that the title track of the album? Or is that... Is... No, that was the title of my tour, though, from that album. Oh, was it? Uh, right when I was on your podcast in 2018, I was just about to release that album and do my first tour at 40 years old. Wow. 41 years old. And I did it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was a track uh, on the album. So it was called the Treehouse Trio Sessions. So she is as kind as she is talented. Uh, what's not to love about Cynthia? Cynthia, she's just awesome. Always a pleasure, as I said. So check her out um, on DE273 to hear the whole story about her music emerging brand, about her music, about her podcast, and about all the other things she does in her life, including the touring, the traveling. Great, great stories. So love you, Cynthia, as always. Um, this next artist, it's a combination of Australian and Canadian talent and love. Yeah, baby. They got married. <laughs> I love this story. So anyway, this is this is so cool. It's um I gotta just pull them up here because I think it's Mia and Benjamin, if I remember correct, but I don't trust my memory here. So I'm gonna just type them into my handy dandy podcast thing and it'll come right up. Azalea. Um, and I, and their music is is killer too, so you got to check this out. Um, uh, what 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 I misspell it? Azalea, Azalea. Hmm. There it is. Okay, de two sixty four. All right. So it's uh, yeah, it's Benjamin and Mia Hackett, and um, they're you know as I said. It's a combination of continents. It's so cool. And Australian and Canadian is a really, really good mix, I think, um, because I've had a lot of both Canadian and Australian um, artists on this show, and I always love it because they're always killer. They're really, really great. So the backstory on this um, is that Benjamin and Mia are, they do tours on like, you know, the Carnival Cruise Line. I don't know if it's Carnival, but, you know, the cruise lines, the big cruise lines that tour around the world. So they had a really good gig doing this. And as the story goes, and I don't know if my memory is 100% serving me on this, but the cool part was, well, the funny part was, you got to check this story out. They were all set to set sail. And they... <laughs> You know, half the people were gassed already, like drinking up a storm. Yeah, we're going on the cruise. So so they're doing the gig, I guess, you know, starting to get things going. And then all of a sudden it was like, wait, no, we're shutting it down. Everybody go home. And they kicked all the people off the boat. This is at the beginning of the pandemic, obviously. So not only did they cancel the gig on them and leave them kind of stranded and without, you know, without a gig, got rid of all the people. But then uh, they were on the ship, I think, for like a week because they couldn't get passage back, I think, to Canada. So you got to check out the story, DEC uh, 264 with Azalea. And it's a really, really, I, I don't want to say it's a good story. It's, it's one the, for the memory banks, you know, it's one for the history books. They'll never forget it. And it'll probably 
fire some great songwriting, you know, that whole experience. So, um, you know, check that out. And the song I want to play is called Your Lullaby. Really, really good song. I love their sound. It's so pure and so unique. We're going to pick it up right from where we're, we're just in the middle of talking about the pandemic and their experience of what happened to them um, right before they were supposed to play this long two, three, four-week tour, whatever it was, and it ended abruptly. Uh, we hear the captain on the loudspeaker say, um, you know, I'm so sorry, but, you know, everyone's going to have to, you know, de- debunk the ship. And, and we're thinking, wow, you know, what's going on? And uh, so we quickly found out it was because of this uh, COVID-19 and, and all of this, uh, all of this, er- everything started. And, and, <laughs> and the next, that's, yeah, that's just the beginning of the story. <laughs> the next thing we know, yeah. So we're, we're on the ship docked there for a few weeks, right? Almost, yeah. yeah. It was like just under two weeks. It was 12 days. No passengers. No passengers, yeah, because they sent everybody home. We had found out that Norwegian Cruise Line, because that was the, the brand of ship that we were on, was going to be suspending cruises for a month and then starting up again April 12th. That was what we had heard then. And uh, and we weren't sure whether we were staying on, whether we were going to be going home, because uh, it was only a month, and a lot of people had many months left in their contract. So there was a lot of just unknown information uh, for everybody on board, all of all of the crew members. Uh, and then it quickly came to pass that they were gonna try to fly everybody home uh, so people could be with their families during this time and then uh, and then resume the, the contracts from there. But it became increasingly hard to find people flights. Flights, <laughs> yeah. And we ended up getting transferred to another NCL ship. We went from the Sun, that's the one that we had joined, to the Epic. We were there for only a few days and we ended up, Man. we managed to find our own flights that were eat, like cheap and easy to get home. So we, we did it ourselves so that we could save the, you know, the personnel people a little trouble. And we've been home for 14 days, yes. uh, iso- self isolating. Quarantine <laughs> ends like tonight at 8 p.m. So we're very happy about that. We can go grocery shopping we'll ce- tomorrow. We'll celebrate in the backyard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it funny how socially we we look forward to like going to the supermarket now? Like that's it, the only that's form of so entertainment. Weird, right? you know? It's bizarre. It changes your perspective on everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it really does. Uh, I'm glad you guys got home safe. Um, Thank you. We are too. So, how do you find the uh, the cruises as far as as far as gigs? It sounds like a lot of fun. Is it is it rewarding in in its you know like. Not just I'm not talking about financially, but what it does for you emotionally and for your spirit as as musicians. It absolutely is rewarding. Uh, there is obviously a, a financial benefit, but you it grows you in such a big way. Like I can't even remember the person I was before we started. That's I feel like that's how much we've changed. And you're playing and- three to five hours a day pretty much every day yeah six to seven nights a week what like we 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 had never rehearsed that much before like like (laughs) your gigs are your rehearsals like it's a great feeling to feel like you're getting tighter and tighter you know and you're um you really you can kind of really own your show in a way that you never did before because you just naturally know what you're doing that's right yeah so performing becomes easier and easier we like you know, as people, we're actually fairly introverted. So when we're not on stage and if we're not doing the gig, 
we are homebodies. So the 14 day quarantine, I mean, piece of cake. We're no like, problem. sweet. We love our house. We have our cats. You know, we have we, Benjamin's parents actually live with us because they take care of the house when we go on uh on our contract. So we've got, you know, family and everything. So it's, it's not hard to actually stay at home for us. Yeah. But when we're on the ship, we do like to be social with the guests. We like to get to know people because it's, it's a very intimate, uh, even though they can be quite big, these ships, you get the same people coming to your shows night after night. So you can get to know them and they become like your friends. And it's a really great way to connect and find out what it is they like about your show. So it's like free market research, you know, yeah. you, you meet people from, all over the world. Um, you know, we've met people from all across the United States, Canada. We meet people from our own backyard that we never met at a yeah. local gig, you know? So yeah. you get such a great cross section of people from all walks of life. So it's a great way to find out what people connect with. So, you know, what you should keep doing in your performance, or if there is something that, you know, they'd like to see. So it's, it's a, it's a great thing for that. And then there's the bonus of the travel. We've seen so many places in the last year and a half that we would never have been able to afford um, without having done this. Yeah. And that's just been inspiring because we've seen so many different lifestyles and ways of life and how they're so different, but also how essentially we're all the same. And yeah. it's a really, it's a really great way to kind of make the world smaller and make the world home. Yeah. It's been almost like a spiritual journey. It in really has too. been, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. It's been and you guys cool. home for you is in Canada, correct? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, Hamilton, Ontario. Awesome. I've had so many Canadians on this show. My favorite. So, yeah. So, let's do this. Let's play, uh, give everybody a little slice here. And we're going to play your lullaby. Here we go. to you. 
Tell us about that song. What a great song. And, you know, I noticed in that, too, um, you've got this little kick drum pulse going on, which I love, yeah. you know, which kind of <laughs> ties it. And I noticed also in, that was in Butterflies and Alchemists, too, so that that your little rhythm section going there. Um, yeah. And I have to comment on the production value. Really great job. Everything is just so bright and so in your face and clear and clean, which kind of complements your particular style. Thank and you. speaking Thanks. of, um, why don't I ask you this? How did you guys get together as far as running into each other, meeting each other? <laughs> Since Ben, you're from Australia, right? And uh, that's right. And, and Mia, you're from you're from Canada originally. Yeah, I was born but, in born in Toronto, yeah. and then we moved to Hamilton when we married. Um, Cliffhanger! You'll have to tune into the whole show, De Two Sixty Four, to hear what the uh, the great mystique is all about the meeting how they got together how they got the name together the whole thing um and by the way the bonus part of that i forgot to mention was that it was done live um very cool great artists the two of them are um you know the perfect uh, match in so many ways you know when it when it's uh, musical and it's a great thing and then you throw a little love in on top of that man what a delicious elixir a delicious elixir i should say <laughs> So uh, enjoy um, uh, Ben and Mia and Azalea. Next, who do we got next? We've got Emily Zuzik. And it just occurred to me now that um, the reason I got connected to Emily was because of our second guest today, Cynthia Brando. I believe she's the one who connected and introduced us. Um, and Emily... Um, is a hard rocker, not a hard rocker, but she is definitely a rock and roller baby. Um, reminds me of Cheryl Crow and, um, you know, that wheelhouse of just great rock songwriting, almost Tom Petty, um, that kind of um, that kind of sound, that kind of vibe, and her commitment to the music, of course. And so we start this thing off, we're talking about songwriting, and somehow, you can only do this on the Dharmic Evolution, we spin it right into cooking. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but we started talking about cooking and food, 
and so forth. But uh, we're going to feature Emily's song, Alone. And uh, love her music. I particularly am a sucker for really great rock and roll sounds and just love that. I mean, I kind of love everything, but I guess my music kind of is sort of in the same wheelhouse as uh, Emily. So enjoy this one. Check it out. Emily Zuzik here, Alone. What I have found over the years is that lots of people can write songwriter folk and, and or upbeat ditties and whatnot but not everybody does it with a, a hard rocking component. So right. I feel like I'm lucky in that I can kind of wear the, both of those hats. Yeah, yeah. And you're a good baker too, I noticed on the video. Sometimes, yes. once again, <laughs> I rely heavily on the internet for recipes. Yeah. Uh, I, I, when I'm lazy, I'll just buy a box of something. But right. most of the time I try to find something interesting to sub out. Like, oh, can we make brownies without sugar? Or can we make something else without, you know gluten and dairy and you know just try to try things it's like experimentation yeah it's the same way i approach like making clothes or making songs or shooting photos i just i just love playing so so you're not one that when you when you cook for instance you don't have everything all written down and you sit to sit there and study like the exact recipe you kind of study and i'm not i'm yeah. not a cookbook kind of person yeah um i will look up recipes because i don't always know what the heck i'm doing yeah. but i also if I have a base recipe, sometimes I'll sub in like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. Let's try this brownie recipe, but let's add a little cayenne and maybe we'll add a little sea salt to the top just because I know what flavors I like with certain things. And so that gives it an element of play and experimentation, which keeps it interesting for me. Right. Yeah. I'm the same way. I, I don't like to do too much things by the book. It's all feel and like, you know, like making pasta sauce. It's kind of like everyone is right. different you know and You're it's like, like i got my canned tomatoes yeah I got my tomato paste. <laughs> i'm gonna saute some garlic i'm gonna yeah. throw in some fresh basil you know that's fun yeah and i don't I'm do fun. all the spices until till towards the end because i gotta like you know like a, a total alchemist i gotta be like i gotta measure it by taste you know and like how much a little yeah. bit of wine at the end you know so yeah your songwriting yeah. can be like that too which is very cool and let's which brings me to the new record is now torch in trouble is that correct yes it's coming out in may it's a cool title love it so hey. yeah um yeah it seemed to i i i wrote it um and organized it with a really deliberate quality that I don't normally do as yeah. an exercise in practicing discipline, which is another thing I haven't done for most of my life. <laughs> um, and it seemed to encapsulate both elements of how you might interpret that title. You know, obviously right. there's a song called Trouble, but there's this idea of like torch it, burn it all down. Yeah. And then there's also the element of like torch singing, which is a very emotional, emotive, usually um, less poppy sort of direction. And there's bits of both of those ideas in it. So, Right. I think we should uh, give everybody a little taste here. And how about we start with Alone? Let's check this out. Oh, Alone is isn't on that album, by the way. Oh. I gave you a sampler because I'm only playing uh, Trouble from the new record until it comes out, just because okay. there's a lot of lead time. And, right. You know, or, but if you want to get a, a sampling of what I do, which runs the gamut of genre, okay. then Alone's a good place to start to give them something totally different. Then let's do Alone. Here we go with Emily. 
I was looking out the window Checking to see if I heard your car drive by Now my heart it keeps on crushing I can't hear myself, I tell myself to try Just try Streets are darker The dogs are barking The freeways lit like streams of light by the
that was really, really cool. Um, so the band is, um, I've seen your videos and I've seen like how cool, you know, what's going on with the videos and everything. Do you have like a regular band? Do you have a couple of different people that you work with when you do the live thing or how does that? I like to say I have a deep bench. You have a deep bench. <laughs> <laughs> Little basketball reference there. But yeah, it, you know, it's hard. The longer you're in the game, if, if you're not at a level which is like, a funded national, you know, right. touring, even for strings of touring. I've always had different players. Yeah. Um, when I've done more touring, say across the country or out of the country, I had people in those local markets who I developed relationships with and they were my band there. Um, I, my main cities that I play in are New York, San Francisco and Los Angeles these days with Austin, a, a tight fourth. Um, and in all those cities, I have individual players. Sometimes they're players from the same cities. If like we're all down at South by, I might grab people from who I've played with in other cities, but yeah. it's good to have people not only for the ease of geography, but also, um, got you again, another cliffhanger. You're going to have to tune in DE 260 to hear Emily Zuzik on the website. Of course, you know, it, I forgot. That um, she also reminds me of, as far as songwriting and style, the Pretenders, who also write fabulous music. Um, Chrissy Hine is just, she rocks. And um, so Emily is in good company with um, the style and the sound and the creations that she has worked on. So support her, please. Go over to check out um, the full interview and you can get all the links. You can just stop by and just pick them up on the website, too, if you'd like. And uh, that's it for the first experimental. It was uh, DE283 Spotlight, Spotlight Series number one. Um, going into virgin territory. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I've wanted to do this for a long time. And I'm even considering, I'm thinking about talking to Spotify and creating a Dharmic Evolution playlist uh, that people can go to on Spotify and hear the best of. Uh, Dharmic Evolution, 282 shows and counting all over the world in countries um, we're listened to in 71 countries and counting. And we have artists in, I think, like 25 or so. I mean, they're all over the place. They're in uh, South Africa and, and Oslo, Norway, and of course, uh, the UK and Ireland and on and on and on. So thanks for being here today. And uh, being a part of the Dharmic Evolution, always a pleasure. Don't forget to uh, share this episode with somebody. And um, also go over to the Dharmic Evolution Facebook community page. And uh, you can support other artists on that site. Or if you are an artist and you would like to be on the show, as I said earlier, you know, just shoot us a note and we'll see if we can hook you up. That's a wrap for me today. Thank you so much for joining us on this experimental Dharmic Evolution Spotlight Series number one. And uh, until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials, I'll see you from the stage, but in the meantime, let's all stay connected. I was connected, everybody knew my name, wise guys and movie stars Trust, financial whiz, 
Sitzen 